0: Hi everyone! Welcome to the second episode of the Jill Pill Podcast. If it's your first time listening, welcome and thank you for listening in. If this is your second time listening, thank you very much for the support. Wow, I was actually a bit pressured after I published my first episode. A friend of mine told me to create contents that are a little bit longer than the first one. And I'll try to be consistent on that. I'll try to be consistent in uploading episodes, probably two episodes, if not at least an episode a week, despite my busy schedule. Wow. (laughs) As you know, I work in the night shift, play games and go to sleep the entire morning. You know, there's a lot of things going on in my uh, quarantine life. Yes, artista, busy. Well, speaking of quarantine, um, I just want to say to everyone that some parts of Lausanne has been placed again into MECQ, or Modified Enhanced Community Quarantine, and I just want to say that let's all stay at home and stay healthy as much as possible, okay? Now, this time around, I decided to do a question and answer episode, and some of you have sent some questions that I could answer here on the podcast. And I'll try to answer and satisfy these questions the best way I can, especially that I'm doing the podcast on my own. And it's actually too late that I realized that I, after I created the episode that it, it was harder than I expected because it's very difficult to stretch these topics when I have no one else to jump or exchange ideas with and from. So um, I'm going to do a Jill Pill Q&A episode where I answer some of your questions. So tune in. All right. So here's the first question. And this question is coming from Edge. Hi, Jill. This is my question. Uh, what were your fondest memory as a kid and if you were to give your 10 year old self an advice, what would it be? Alright, thank you for that wonderful question, Edge. Wow, miss Gay. Well anyway, I can barely remember the happy moments of my childhood life. Um, Not that I didn't have one but I'm sure I had a lot of uh, happy moments and one thing though that I could remember was back when I was in elementary um... I'm not sure if it was during my first grade or second grade, but it was the Christmas season and we had a Christmas competition going on at that time. And so, me being one of the most active, was selected to represent the class. And for some reason, hindi ko maalala kung sino ang nagisip ng concept, ng aking performance, or was it, a, was it my parents who suggested it? Because I was asked to be a Santa Claus. Oh po. Nag Santa Claus po ako nakakaloko. Just imagine, naka Santa Claus costume ako and they had my tummy stocked with foam or di ko alam kung una niyon. Basta so so I'd have a big Santa Claus tummy with matching white beard and then may sakwa bit bitbit. Ichura ko doon, 'di ba? Well, the the program actually was divided into two parts. One is may modeling. So maglalakad kayo. There were four corners. Kung saan kayo post, Okay? And I even remember my teacher asked me to post Yung yung pose ng panglalaki, alang yun? Yung medio brusco ko, macho, thingy pose. And that was very cringy. Actually, nung nung ni n- 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 recall ko. laki like, cringe pa rin akong but Pero siempre, at that time, di ba, during practices, ginawako pa rin siya, although awkward na awkward na ako. Mm-hmm. And, nung time ng competition, nung time nung parts nung mag-model kabe. hindi ako nag-post dun sa apat na corners. And I remember my teacher shouting for me to pose And I'm not sure at that time, ayoko talaga siyang, ayoko talaga siyang gawin. So, dead ma ako sa teacher ko. Okay? <laughs> ba? Buti sana kung Victoria's Secret yung gagawin kong post, ba Why not? Anyway, um... Ito no nga, the second part of the, company, the, the competition. So I, I was wearing a Santa Claus costume. And I was asked to sing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And after the song, I grabbed candies inside my sack and threw them to the audience. And guess what? I won the competition. Oh, di ba? ba? anyway, I'm ako It was a happy moment indeed. And so, yeah, that was one of my fondest memories as a kid. And if I were to give my 10-year-old self an advice, what would it be? Um, you know, I, how I wish I could really do this. Because people say that your past determines who you are at present. And I must agree, you won't be the version of yourself today without you experiencing whatever good or bad moments that you have had when you were younger. Right? But sometimes we wish to change and maybe tweak some some parts of that past Na parang ka lang ng video, or nagayedit ka lang ng video, diba? And if it were so, I'd, I'd tell myself that, hey girl, if you think that school is the worst nightmare of your life, well, you're wrong, diba? I'd, I'd tell my younger self that when the time comes that you reach the age when you get to start working, start creating goals, invest in things that you can call your own. Um, you know, you, you can treat yourself from time to time, but make sure you also keep some of it for your future. Tulad ngayon, yung mga life insurances na yan, how I wish I knew them back when I started working, back when I was still young, you know. parang ngayon, at least, meron na rin akong malaking investment siguro, diba. And, it, well, if, if there are young adults listening right now, try considering getting an, an insurance. Not because you're preparing to die, diba not but it, it's a form of an investment that you can benefit in, in the long run. And there's a lot of insurance companies in the Philippines right now, like Sun Life or Pro-Life UK. Um, by the way, it's to sponsored. But okay. um, Sun Life, Pro-Life, Man, Char! Uh, but but it, it's nice to be wise, especially on how we spend our money. They anila, it's not at what age you would like to retire but how much okay all right so let's move on to the next question i hope i answered your question edge thank you what was the nicest thing a complete stranger did for you and how did that make your day all right thank you tin for the question okay so um When I started working in Manila, I was just 21 years old, and I didn't know anyone, I didn't know that place. Um, I was with my two friends who got hired from Baguio to work here in Manila as well, and everything was new to us. Though I had some relatives here in Manila, I tried to be independent as much as possible and as, as much as I could, because at that time I wanted to prove to my parents that I made the right choice and that I can do it on my own. So... Um, there were times when we, we were having our training, uh, we told ourselves that during rest days or during our day-offs, uh, we would try to look for a house that we can rent in. Because at that time, we were given um, a free place to stay, but we were only given a week. So, diba? I mean, after a week, papaalisin na kami. So, sa kami titira, right? And it's hard to look for a house in Manila, Diba? Kasi ang dami, dami ng tao sa Manila. dami-dami doon. Dami na so, we we were forced to do it every time we had a chance, every time we have um, free times during our day that we look for a house. And to no avail, wala kaming mahanap every day. And then, there was this one girl, um, she was part of the training or she was part of the training class we were in. And I, I think she heard, and she might have you know um eavesdrop or something nah we were looking for a house or we were looking for a place to stay, and so she offered their house, so th- she said that there was um a spare well, not really spare, but um another house that they own um that's where no one is currently living, so she offered it and what did I feel um at that time i was honestly I was very thankful. And I was very happy because I realized that there are still people like that who are willing to help. And again, she was a complete stranger. She, you know, we, we just met training. Actually, um, she just approached us after a week, probably, or or five days of training. We didn't know each other at all, all, right? But out of the blue, there she was, offered her house, let us in for months without paying any rent, And, you know, I'm always thankful up to this day and would carry this forever as a debt of gratitude. And to me, she became a very good example of what a good Samaritan is. Um, And at the time, you know, my hope for humanity was restored. A big check on that. So uh, to this person, if you are listening to this podcast right now, you know who you are. Thank you. Thank you very much. Alright, so let's go to the next question. Hello, Jill. I hope you're doing fine. My question for you today is how do you live a transgender life in a conservative country such as the Philippines? Thank you. Okay, thank you so much, BFF. So by the way, my super BFF. Um, okay, so that's, I guess this question is... Um, A little bit uh, controversial, if I may say. Well, I guess I would like to start at home, you know. Uh, I know I may have told some people about this, but in terms of coming out, I can say that I'm one of the lucky people in this aspect because I never had to come out to my parents. Maybe they already knew what my identity was when I was young and they were just waiting for me to tell them personally, but that didn't happen and so i guess acceptance would always start and and should always start at home because of that i have built this sort of confidence within me that it no longer matter what other people say about who i am so long as my parents and my family are there to support me i'd be fine you know and and this support system is very important not only for my transgender brothers and sisters but for the other members of the community, especially in these times of the pandemic where we are asked to stay at home, and for some, it, it feels like they're being taken away from a more accepting environment and the places they consider as their safe haven, you know what I mean? I, well, as a transgender, I've lived in an environment that is very accepting and open-minded. So everything was pretty much easy for me because I don't have to be worried about explaining myself and explaining my identity to them. I'm more concerned of those who are in an environment that is less accepting, if I may say. That is why I also wanted to use this platform to share awareness to everyone. I mean, I've always believed that education is the key you know, whenever I do my Soji trainings, I, I always tell to my attendees not to condone any wrong behavior towards the LGBTQIA community. But this time, I'd like to say, do not condone any wrong behavior towards anyone, again, towards anyone, because nobody deserves any prejudices, right? Um, regardless of who they are, they don't just deserve any bad behavior just because you judge them based on their sexuality and or probably um, just because you judge them, um, them having a different culture or what, or, or what have you, you know, um, to my fellow transgender brothers brother and sisters, I just want to tell you that we matter and I want you to remember that. Hi Ma, I miss you. Here's my question. Would you rather be tolerated or accepted? All right. I miss you too, Ma. See you soon after this MECQ, okay? All right. Well, um, to answer her question, uh, well, I think this question is somewhat related to the last one. Um, but I would like to begin with, you know, defining de- de- defining them. Um, well, according to psychologytoday.com, you can tolerate something without accepting, but you cannot accept something without tolerating. And that acceptance goes a step beyond tolerance. I guess... Um, one good example is regarding transgender people using the restroom. I know that many of you have heard so many stories and controversies around this. And some of you some of you may even think, la, but but that's exactly the point. Being tolerated means, oh, okay. I don't care who you are, but since you were born male, then you should use the male's restroom. Right? Um, while being accepted means uh, Oh, okay You can use whichever restroom You're most comfortable using De ba? But, but But enough of this restroom issue They say that the Philippines Is an accepting country But I'd rather say that it's A tolerating country this issue between acceptance and tolerance has been long overdue and this is not just about sexuality anymore. Because discrimination comes in many forms. I have always believed that it comes in many forms. We can always be discriminated due to cultural backgrounds, age, and even our social status. I'd wish I could be accepted, but that is still far from happening, you know, but, but, but that I know that, I know that it will happen you know but if you're going to ask me again if, if I'd rather be accepted or tolerated well I'd rather choose to be understood instead you know and for a country like the Philippines who proudly boasts that we are the only Christian nation in Asia we expect compassion and understanding diba parang mm, mas masarap mabuhay sa isang lugar na we, people are free from prejudices and, and, and stuff diba Yep. Okay, so let's move on. I hope I answered your question, Steffi. Do you believe that dreams have meaning? Okay, thank you, Tim. In fairness, ang baba ng bosses <laughs> Okay, well, so, so what are dreams mo diba? Um, how do we define dream? Well, ayah, mi motor, ba? So ulitin ko na namanto to. Bayan. Okay, I'm so sorry for that. How? Okay, so where were we? Oh yeah, uh, according to dreams.co.uk, dreams are essentially stories we play out in our heads overnight. They can follow a linear narrative or can be an abstract. But do they have a meaning? Well... If we were to base it on science, of course, we know that dreams are just brain impulses caused by REM or rapid eye movement when we sleep. Yeah, rapid eye movement. Very, ano yon? Very... Emily Rose, ano? Yung nawawala yung mata. Char! And it, that dreams... And that dreams happen as, as a continuation of your thoughts from the day. But according to Sigmund Freud... Uh, a renowned psychologist, of course. He believed that dreams reveal unconscious repressed conflicts or wishes. So um, it's like it, when you were a child or when you were a child, um, these are some sort of wishes that has been repressed. Right? But there's also this one theory called the threat simulation theory where it says dreams are defense mechanisms of our brain to prepare us for scary events. Uy, ba? Hmm. Sabi din ng mga matatanda noon, kung anong nangyari sa panaginip mo, kabalik tara noon yung mangyayari. Eh. Diba? Eh, duh. I mean, just ko, ilang beses na ako na ilang na ako na naginip na wala daw akong jowa sa panaginip ko, pero pag gising ko, wala pa rin. Char! Unfair. Anyway, but again, do I believe that dreams have meaning? Um, I honestly don't no, maybe yes, maybe not. Basta eh, ang importante na gising ka, di ba? After mo managinip na gising ka, yun yung mas importante, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Tim. What will you eat if last time mo na mokbang? Alright, thank you Aldrin. Um well, of course, seafood. Urgh. Gusto ko nung maraming shrimp, lobsters, crabs, yung mga pa-dinosaur na sa laki. Ah, ganun. Pero gusto ko rin yung tanong na who will you eat if last mo na tong makapagmukbang? Charot. <laughs> Charot din I- Ganito na lang, if if last time ko namang mukbang ba? Who will I eat it with or who um who will I eat it with? tama, diba eh whatever, i mean sino yung gusto ko kung kasama kumain, kung huli ko na magbukbang, diba. Sure, ba? i'd rather be with my family and closest friends, diba ba? parang mas masarap enjoy yung huling mukbang mo with the people you love and you know the treasure, the, the people you treasure the most, yes, okay. hi, kaso alam naman magtano, out of curiosity lang ang lason ba pag expired na kalason pa din okay sa akalok kakatalaga moans kahit kailang kakatalaga well nagresearch ako wagak ko hmm. um according to scholarsark.com, yes, yes scholarsart hmm. research ako there are many kinds of poisons that are organic and chemical poisons most common organic poisons are insecticides and herbicides and after some time they lose their toxicities some poisons also have their shelf life and habang it it's nag-iiba yung the chemistry whatever ingredient is inside the poison which makes them less dangerous to humans so pala palayon, no? so I'm actually learning while researching for your for the answer to your question you know so maybe if this poison can kill you in a matter of seconds pagka nag-expire sh- oh 'di ba new motor gusto makipodcast talaga hay hmm? god nasa na ako ay nga so, so sabi sasabi so, nga do some poisons have shelf life so habang tumatagal na daw yung chemistry ng mga ingredients so i think if 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 the poison will kill you in a matter of seconds after the poison has been opened you hmm? open poison? Or after the shelf life Or after some time um, Maybe the poison Would have less effects In humans in the future Diba? Um, so maybe after ininom mo siya After the expiration date Baka hindi ka pa mamatay Narin after 3 days Mga ganun diba pero po- poisons would always be poisons and some poisons become more poisonous over time pero duh I mean expired man yan o hindi lasad pa rin yan so okay I'm not sure but if anyone of you who want who would want to try and prove this I mean just send me the the, the details and the results char don't do this at home guys okay don't do this at home okay and now we're down to the very last question and uh, this question is going from uh, Justin thank you Justin for sending your questions. thank you Vivi I miss you okay here it goes hi Jill congratulations on your podcast so this is my question for you um, can you share with us your greatest love story <laughs> OMG I cannot Um can you share with us your greatest love story? Huh. Um you know what it 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 might take two podcast episodes just for me to really tell um my love story. And I'm not even sure if that love story is something I can call great, you know. Um but I'm pretty much sure Oh, I'm sure actually. I'm I'm sure that Um, that experience is something that I will never forget but also an experience where I've learned a lot you know and I'm sure people out there who may have experienced whether good or bad relationships in the past have always learned something out from it Um, I'm not really sure if I can do this (laughs) I'm sorry to break your expectations, but if you want me to do uh, a podcast episode solely doing, um, ah, oh my god, I can't, uh, solely doing, um, or telling you a story about my love story, then maybe I can, or maybe not, um uh, here's a hint, or not really a hint, ah, I can't. Thank God. Uh, okay. So, um, at the showbiz po to, kasi uh, artista po ako. Okay, my greatest love story is with my family, and my relationship to God, and, um, my relationship to my friends. You know, love comes in many forms. Hindi lang affection, diba? Um, love means you care for someone, and I care for my family, and I care for my friends. So, I guess that's something that I can call great. Okay. All right. And that was the end of my second episode for the Jail Pill podcast. If you want to talk about something or if you have some questions, you can always direct message me through my messenger um, or you could also send me a voice message through Anchor.fm. You could always tune into this podcast through Spotify and through Anchor.fm. Thank you so much. And um, until my next podcast.